This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. And now, after years of planning, sweating, and going broke, here is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. And it left the media. Why they would give this man a podcast is anyone's guess. And there is what could only be a bizarre coincidence or something else. Welcome to the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Trap, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. Country music and fine moonshine. You look like the vermin-ridden son of a bitch you are. A podcast for everyone in the good old USA and all around the world. Oh, over there, over there, send the word, send the word over there. Quality booze and country music at its best. So you're saying, can you set my country music award on fire? The music, nice and loud. What we do is if we need that extra push over the cliff, you know what we do? Put it up to 11. 11, exactly. You can email the show at bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. That's bootsandwhiskeypodcast at gmail.com. It's just swimming with bow-legged women. All social media can be found at Boots and Whiskey Podcast. The show is great, even if you're sober. Well, my advice to you... Start drinking heavily. Jim loves his music and his whiskey. A real woman could stop you from drinking. It has to be a real big woman. This is the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Great music, great booze, and fun, even for you non-drinkers. Y'all want to drink whiskey? (laughs) I'd like a Coca-Cola in a clean glass. Finally, a podcast that lets it all hang out. Let's level with America. Got your boots? Ready for some whiskey? These boots are made for walking. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. And now, the Boots and Whiskey Podcast with Jim Belisle. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Boots and Whiskey Podcast. As always, I am Jim. Thank you all so much for tuning in today. Today I have a very exciting info informational conversation um, with my really good friend Anthony Nix. This guy was so fun to talk to. Everybody's fun to talk to, right? But Anthony and I, and you'll see in this conversation, like we just really meshed well, I thought. And I really think you'll enjoy this conversation between the two of us. Um, It was a lot of fun, a lot of laughs. I look forward to seeing Anthony very soon. Hopefully we can get him up here to Boston and this area of the world. Um, God, I can't. I don't even want to keep talking because this conversation is just so badass. Um, I had a lot of fun talking about his TikTok fame and what he's doing next. And you know, as always, thank you, American Grit and Grace, Dirt Road Scholar Supply Company, Rowdy Roads, Afterglow Boutique. Thank you all so much. Um, without further ado. My good friend Anthony Nix. Hey man. Hey, how's it going? Good. How are you? Oh, I'm doing great. Good, man. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, so, you know, like I tell everybody, this is kind of, you know, this is all about you. You know, I'm, I'm here for you. I want to hear about you. I want to know how you get into this whole thing. And, you know, as we go along, I'll, I'll ask questions that come up and and get to know about you and your, your career and where you're going. Heck yeah. Who knows? I don't know where I'm going. That, well, Maybe we'll neither. figure it out. That's all right. We'll figure it out together. <laughs> we'll figure it out together. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you get into all this? How did you start this adventure you're on? Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, I started playing music when I was – by playing, I, I mean, I guess, I mean, I've, I've been playing music my whole life. I played trumpet and I've always been, I was a big fan of rock and roll and Elvis and country, old country music and stuff as a kid, but I didn't play guitar or sing or anything, but I always loved it. And then in high school, I started singing in bands and uh, it was just kind of a, 
it was a hobby. I mean, I didn't, you know, it was nothing too serious, but we ended up having a band that, that got, a, got kind of known in our area. So we, you know, it, it started to grow and, um, it was not country though. It was, it was more rock. I guess it was hard rock. There was some, a lot of green day and blink 182 and all that, all that good stuff. Um, so yeah, I guess it started as far back as probably, probably since I'm about 16 I'm 39 now. So it's been, it's been a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so was that band like a regional band? Like, you know, you just, you, you are big for, you know, we were big in our area in Wisconsin, yeah. you know, back, I went to high school in Sheboygan, Wisconsin. Yeah. And we would win a few of the, you know, the battle of the bands contests and we'd play the, in the big auditoriums in the high schools. And then uh, we even traveled a little bit and played some shows at one of the larger venues uh, called the rave in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. So it's, it, it started small and, you know, it got a little bit bigger. We got a, a little bit of radio play even for some of our original stuff back home. And it was, it was just, it was a ton of fun. I mean, it's definitely awesome. got, got a taste for it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So how did, the, how did country music come get into oh, the Oh my goodness. My mother, my mother is a, is a country music fan through and through and always has been. And uh, so when we were cleaning the houses, you know, on Sundays as a kid, always no matter what cmt was on yeah so we'd have cmt on in the living room and it'd be you know cranking throughout the house and i didn't know i knew all the songs you know how when you're a kid you don't really you're absorbing things you don't realize you're absorbing yeah you know you're you're learning every single word to every 80s and 90s country song that exists and you don't even realize it but (laughs) so i joined the service um out of I actually joined the service exactly three days after 9-11. So I was a freshman in college, dropped out, joined the Army. Um, and that's when, so I was in South Carolina, um, and and then I was in uh, Missouri, and then I was in Texas. And country music is a lot more prominent in those areas than it was in Wisconsin growing up. It was kind of rare up here to grow up on country music because it wasn't as popular up here. It's obviously more popular in the Southern States, especially back then. And uh, so then all of a sudden it popped up again, you know, all of a sudden all these, all my, my new friends are all listening to country music again. And I was like, man, this is just (laughs) everywhere I turn because country music is popping up in my face and I, and I love music and I love singing. So I'm learning to sing along with a few of the songs, but I hadn't really learned too much yet. Um, and then I got out of the army, um, because I was actually diagnosed with cancer. Oh, Jesus. And then, so when I was 21, I had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma and I had a massive golf ball sized tumor in my left lung, which left me with, um, after a major operation, chemo and radiation, I have a partial lung on my left side. Um, So for a long time, I had tubes breathing for me. Um, I was obviously, I was in a hospital bed. I had my rib cage broken all the way down my back. My lungs operated on all, you know, everything that you, all the worst things you could imagine basically is what I had done as a 21 year old (laughs) to my body. So I I didn't know if I'd ever sing again, which, which was, it broke my heart. So the guys who I was in a band with before I left for the army, um, and a whole group of our fan base, which obviously it's, it's your hometown crew, you know, but, but yeah. there was, there was about 40 people who showed up, um, about three days after the major operation that I had had to have. And they brought, they brought me a guitar. They bought me my first guitar and it was a guitar that was in this music store that I would just, that I would go to and I would just kind of Google over this guitar and, and just, Oh, I wish I could have that someday. But I actually, at this point did not know how to play guitar, but I just loved the music and I sang. So I was around guitars. So they, because I could not sing and we didn't know if I'd ever be able to sing again. Um, these people pulled together and bought me this guitar, which was incredible. So that was the beginning of me learning how to play guitar. You know, I promised everybody I'd learn to play guitar. So I, I, 
I didn't have a whole lot going on for about a year and a half while I was, you know, going through chemo and radiation and, you know, trying to get some sort of my life back. So I taught myself to play guitar a bit and then uh, came, came back. I had visited Nashville once before that, but came back to Nashville and actually stayed, uh, lived there for a short while. And I got to perform a few times. And all of a sudden country music was, was coming out when I was singing, when I was playing that guitar and singing, all of a sudden it started to be more and more and more country music. And then it just grew into this, you know, this, what it is now over, over the years. Yeah. (laughs) That's, that's, that's nuts. That's, that's a crazy ass story. Yeah. It's a wild story. (laughs) Yeah. Now, now, and I don't mean this disrespectfully at all. And please, I hope you don't take it that way. No, is 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 the cancer and the, you know, the bounce back from that and the surgery, is that, is that where you got your rasp from or did you always have that? My raspy voice. I have no idea. <laughs> well, I mean, like your your raspy singing voice. You know, you've got. That, oh, like, I that, I always that... give. I you I make jokes that it's a it's from, you know, partying too much and too much whiskey when stuff when I was younger, <laughs> but like I don't I I it just it's always kind of been that way. Okay, it, it's I've never had. I've never had what I thought was, was a, a pretty voice. You know, it's kind of like, uh, it's an acquired taste because it is, it is fairly raspy, yeah. but it, but it fits and it fits really well with the, you know, with the songs you've, you've um, put out there and the, yeah. you know, the stuff you're doing online and stuff. It's like your sound just fits what you would think of as, you know, a male country music artist. Yeah. And that's, I'm glad it's worked out because, is that I, I have had a lot of producers and people that I work with say, you have a very 90s alternative rock sound. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's what I grew up on. And I said, right. but, and they said, well, where the hell? Why country music? Why are you doing country? And I said, because the stories that I tell and the things that I write about, they fit into that, what now is considered that genre of country music. And in my personal belief, I think that if if ninety look at Hootie and the Blowfish became is Darius Rucker, right? And has right. the music really changed that much? Absolutely no. not. It's no. the same, <laughs> right? And if you go back and listen to those, you know, those first couple of Hootie and the Hootie and the Blowfish albums, it, it, yeah. it's it's country music. Now. They're one hundred percent. I mean, even like Matchbox Twenty, and I mean, there that would be country music now. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy and how how similar it is. You know, oh, like there's that. so many. Yeah, and the right. storytelling aspect of it too is is something that has been. I think that's why the transition to you know the transition has been so smooth, and some people don't even realize it's happened is because that kind of music was also very. It was storytelling. You right. know, I mean, listen to any of those songs, and it's it's exactly what country music is or should be, in my opinion, is storytelling. So. Right. Now, I don't know, you know, speaking of 90s artists, um, I don't know if you remember Sister Hazel at all. Oh, uh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so a couple of years ago, they put out what they called their country album called um, Lighter in the Dark or something like that. I remember that. Yes. And um, like even like after listening to that album and then going back and listening to their to their stuff when they first came out, it was like nothing has changed. Like every album has been a country album if yep. that's how you're <laughs> you know if that's how you're doing it 100 i agree and there are obviously people who would tell us we're crazy for saying right. that but i really i really that's what i believe right <laughs> you know it's kind of like you know i bust my my father's balls all the time because you know like you you know growing up country music wasn't a thing you know just it just wasn't you know yeah being in the boston area like country music oh 100 yeah just didn't it it didn't flow you know so um you know my parents are big classic rock fans yeah and you know like skinner and you know heck yeah all, well that stuff is so great yeah right but like you know i all those southern you know quote-unquote southern rock bands from the 70s you know those are you know country 
rock and oh, roll. Oh gosh, yeah. Now, oh my you know, god, yeah, yeah. Leonard Skinner is so country. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. If they but there are so now, many okay. Leonard Skinner fans who will tell you they. I have met so many who will tell me they don't like country music. I'm like, right. do you not know what you're listening to? Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. You know, but but it's funny they say that because, you know, bands like Skinner, um, in that southern rock genre from the time, you know, those are all the, um you know, the Texas country bands that are really big in that area that don't get that broad scope the way, you know, I would say they should. Oh yeah, definitely. I agree. You know, it's super, it's super fascinating how the genre and the music has changed, but hasn't And the, the genres have changed, but haven't, you know, it's really, it's really kind of crazy. It is. It's, it's been, it's an interesting, well, and now there's, I don't even want to get into that part, but (laughs) All of a sudden, now hip hop and country have, yeah, this relationship with each other, and you know, obviously, everyone has their opinion on that, and that's all I'll say about it. But <laughs> right, right, right. But it's yeah. just music is music. I, I mean, I love music. I mean, I guess that's the that's the best, the nicest way to say it. As I, I just am a, I'm, I have a love affair with music, and most most kinds, I can at least tolerate some of. Some of something, at least. <laughs> right, right. And, you know, I think that makes, that's what makes, you know, fans of music that actually perform music, that just makes them a better artist, you know, because I'm with you. Like, yeah, there's stuff that, like, I can, like, I can deal with, right, rather <laughs> yeah. than, like, get into. You know, my, my wife's from the city, and, you know, growing up, it was all hip-hop and all yep. that stuff, and, you know, she'll play stuff, and I'm like, I don't know, I've never heard this song in my entire life, and she's like, how? And I'm like, well, I grew up in the middle of the goddamn woods. <laughs> <laughs> grew up like, in the woods. I don't know what you're talking about. You know, we, um, you know, we weren't rolling down the street in my six four. No, we, were, <laughs> we just weren't. Um, you know, and that's nothing against any of that music. It just, yeah, you know, I'm like, I don't know what you want me to tell you. <laughs> I no, I completely under, I I agree one hundred percent. I grew up in farm, you know, farm, good old, the dairy state there, you know? Yeah. I'm never, I've never been more than, granted, I mean, I've seen the city and obviously Nashville and, right. and I've lived in Miami and I've lived in bigger cities actually, but most of my life, I've never lived more than 15 minutes from a farm, a right. dairy, like a big dairy farm. Right. <laughs> so. You know, and, that, and that's, it's funny you say that because, you know, Boston and New England has really really grasped onto country music over the last decade or so. Um, And like, I, I personally don't get it. Like I love it. Right. But I don't understand. I have my theories on why, Um, (laughs) but you know, Kenny Chesney started to come to Gillette and started selling out shows and it just became something you did at the end of the summer. Yep. And it turned into this fandom, you know, and it, you know, I, it's been it's been great, <laughs> you know, because we're getting acts up here that we never would have. But, you know, it's just so well, there's strange. A, there's a couple decent. I have some decent. Um, it's decent is such an understatement. I have some great, you know, country mu- artists, um, friends of mine that are actually from that area that are down in Nashville doing really, really great things right now. So, yeah, yeah, we yeah, we've got some. You know, we've got some pretty heavy hitters or, you know, what could be heavy hitters with with the talent they, they have. And you know, there's the, a few female the, artists who are doing really well right now. Yeah. Like yeah, up and comers. Yeah. 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 It's it's crazy. It really is. Because it's like, huh. You know, and all <laughs> those all those, you know, I say kids, but, you know, they're a little younger than me. Yeah. Um, me too. You know, they didn't they didn't grow up with all of that. You know, they really no. didn't. So to have that is. It's awesome. It's really awesome. It's great. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So I got to, I got to, uh, I got to talk about the elephant in the room and yeah. about your success on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> because I just myself today have crossed that thousand follower mark. So now I, I saw that. Live. I did yeah. see that. I don't, don't ask me how the hell it happened, but <laughs> I'm going to tell you that the it, way to grow. I'm no pro, but I, and honestly, I could do a lot better. I, I'll go into why I choose not to engage on TikTok. Um, 
now if you do some live streams that account will keep growing and a lot faster really well, yeah, 100 percent. yes 100 percent. well you know and i was just like you know what i have no you know i really don't have any original content to put out there that anybody would follow so i was like you know what when i see something country related that has a lot of clicks and a lot yeah. of views i'm just gonna do it and throw it up there and, <laughs> exactly. and obviously it works really well i'll tell you I, the TikTok thing. So the whole reality of all of this is I, I've never been good at social media. In fact, I'm kind of the anti social media guy. And if, if you've ever joined me at, like I've gone to these meetups and I'm the guy who's like, look, I don't care who you are, how fi- famous you are, how popular you are. I'm not here to hang out with you. Like I just, like I'm, right. I'm not having any fun. This sucks. Right. And I'm this, this anti I'm popular because of social media guy. And I even post about it every once in a while. Right. right. So, and, and now, and now, you know, not nothing against your talent, but you are popular, you know, a big reason because of social media. Because of the social media. Exactly. And so well, I would say it's only about a year and a half because TikTok hasn't even really been known that long around here anyways. Yeah. So I would say about a year and a half ago, um, another country artist friend of mine, well, I, I didn't know him at the time. He had reached out because he saw me on Instagram singing and playing. And he's, and he's like, who the heck are you? Why do you only have 800 followers? Why don't you have a Facebook? Why don't you have a TikTok? What are you doing? And I was like, I hate all of it. I said, I only have this Instagram account and there's only 800 people because I just don't care. I said, I don't care about any of this stuff. I really just like singing and playing guitar. And I've never given being quote unquote famous any thought. I really had never given it any thought. It wasn't a desire of mine. I honestly was just really happy being able to sing and play and make it, you know, a living as a doing that and, you know, traveling around to small bars throughout the Midwest. And so, and I just, I love the music part, you know? And he said, well, basically, here's, are you interested in a trade-off? You teach me how to songwrite, how to play guitar a little bit and sing a little bit better. And, you know, some, you know, some of the actual skill level stuff, I'll teach you how to grow on social media and let's get you more known. Yeah. And I thought about, and I originally, I said, no, I was like, no, I have no desire to be known. <laughs> I really didn't. Yeah. And so he he said, make a TikTok. I said, this is nuts. I said, you're crazy. I don't want any part of this. He said, he said, come on, man, you're goofy. Just be goofy. Be you on TikTok. Turn the camera on and just do something goofy. So I was like, all right, <laughs> there's this kick drop song that was a that went viral for a while. But there were no um there were no cowboys doing it and i'm not a real real cowboy like i don't i don't work on a ranch or anything but i'm a country boy you know and i wear a cowboy hat and boots every once in a while so i was like all right i'm gonna put my cowboy hat and boots on and i danced to this stupid song and right out of the gates it had like fifty thousand likes on it and i was like what the hell just happened yeah my very first video just went and then since then i was like I actually try. I, I have numerous times tried to break away from doing that because I don't want to be known for that. To be honest yeah. with you, however, I'm not mad about it. it it's right. How could you be? I'm not mad about it. It yeah. is. It is a little awkward because my sisters and my mother think it's ridiculous. But <laughs> <laughs> how, yeah, how did you? How did you become known? Well, TikTok. Uh... <laughs> But it is funny, though, because now I have I do have I I hate the I'm still not comfortable with the word fans. I understand that that's what it is. Yeah. But I have fans who they do travel from all over the country and they will ask, like, hey, can you know, can we can we shoot a TikTok video after the show or will you do this or that or that for TikTok? I'm like, it's just become something that it is part of it. And if TikTok is the, you know, the vehicle that's going to get me to where I where I need to go, then. You know, as long as I'm not selling my soul and I'm just keeping it, it's good, clean fun. And right. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, it's funny you say that about the, you know, you, you post something and then, you know, you look at it again. It's all these views or whatever. Like, I think that's what happened with me is that, 
you know, last week with the CMAs, I saw somebody had had a video and I duetted it and, you know, just like kind of agreed with everything he said. And then I posted it in the afternoon. And then by the time I got home from work, it was already at like, you know, a thousand views and it had been an hour. And I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, what, it's what so strange. Yeah. You don't expect it at all. Right. Yeah, it's it's the craziest, craziest thing. It becomes a weird, a, a little vicious though, because then it becomes, it has, you know, being. I I like to be completely transparent, and honestly, it has become. Sometimes it's a headache. Yeah, because it's yeah. like, all right, I have to release this song. I know that TikTok has helped me in the past, being that I put it out there, and if I if I'm diligent and do my work, and I comment as many times. And I, you know, I share it to all the other social media platforms and I respond to all the messages I can on this particular one with the new sound clip, it will do better. However, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes for some reason it doesn't work. Does that mean the song is bad? Probably not. But that's how you feel as the artist. You're like, oh, crap. Something's wrong. They don't like this. And the algorithm just didn't work. Exactly. Sometimes it's just the algorithm. But you sit and you beat yourself up for days and you try to figure out, well, how, how I, I got to do a different video. I got to do a different part of the song. I got to do that. It's, and it's like, it's become this vicious animal is what yeah. it's become. And it's, and however, you know, you got to take the good with the bad, you know, it's, yeah. it just is what it is. Now I, I had talked to another artist last week that is kind of blown up because of TikTok, And I asked this question. So I'm going to ask you because I, I found it, I found his inch answer interesting but do you feel that you've become i don't want to say beholden but like on a schedule to tiktok to make it you know to keep that rhythm going i don't because i i refuse to but i can understand why somebody would say yes um and maybe i should to be completely honest with you to grow at a faster rate i should but I'm very, I'm so stubborn and I, I, have, I have it in my head that I do not want to be known be, only because of TikTok. So right. I try to take time away from TikTok. And actually, I've started to spend more time on my Instagram again. Yeah. yeah because, I, but then the same thing, the same darn thing happened on the Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> it went, I have two videos in the last month that are both. One has 1.7 million and the other has 1 million and they have nothing to do with me singing. Right. (laughs) It's like, all right, well, that's the way. Right. Right. You're just, you're just a social media icon. (laughs) I guess that's what it is. I guess that's the ticket. I mean, it does help that. I will tell you one thing I make a very, very strong point of doing is I do sing and play guitar on live streams because I think they should know that that's what I'm actually here for. So I make a point of saying that as often as possible. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, so, somebody's obviously listening, right? Yo, know, they have to be listening because the streams, right. you know, they're streaming and downloading the music. So they've right. got to be, they're, they're, they're listening. Yeah. Yeah. Which is great. So now how, oh, okay. how, you know, I know I'm not sure how much of it you want to talk about or can talk about it. Cause we've talked about it, you know, on, on the side, but I know there was, I know we had talked about your, your plans coming up. Is that a, like a public thing? Is that something you want to talk about on, on where you're heading? I, I haven't, I haven't okay. made an announcement yet. That's um, fine. I then am leaving Wisconsin. It. No, it's okay. <laughs> I, I can tell. I, I am leaving Wisconsin. I have not just, I have not talked about where or, you know, anything like that yet, but I am, I'm going closer to Nashville and I've, I've made that known. So, okay. All right. Yeah. I need to be, the, it has grown to the point where uh, it does it does make more sense for me to be closer to Nashville um, yeah. and also closer to areas where I can perform year round um, yeah. because the demand is a little higher now. And up here, honestly, there's just nothing happening. As soon as the snow falls, it, it's just quiet. Right. right. So. So now when did you make this decision? Like, is this a recent this is um, it's it's been in the process of you know for the last three months i'd say yeah nice yeah nice. so it's all very new still and it's 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 a little nerve-wracking but oh, it's, i'm sure 
it's a big transition, but I'm, I am excited. I think it's going to bring only good things and more opportunities. So good. Now, now, like I said, you can, this is all about you say what you want. Don't say what you want. Don't, I'm not offended if you don't want to answer something now with this, with this new adventure, when can we expect newer music? When can we expect a project if there is one? I, there, there is a project. Okay. Um, and I'm completely, I'm ecstatic of who I've been able to work on the project on. And I'm not afraid to talk about that yet. His name is, there's a producer. Um, and his name is Brandon Manley. And he is one of the best in Nashville right now. He's responsible for um, things that have happened with, you know, some of the biggest artists, the Rashid, uh, uh, the like country rap guy. Um, he's worked with David J, who's huge right now. Um, he's the guy behind um, Chase Matthews, the one who uh, stay on your side of that county line. Yep. Or county line. So he's the guy who he's the guy. He's the mastermind behind it all. Um, I've been very blessed and very, you know, fortunate to be able to have worked on my new project with him. Awesome. And I am really, really excited for it. Um, and then I did sign a new deal with a new publish, uh, publicist company, not publishing, but a publicist. Um, so we're going to market the heck out of this thing and we are going to give it the proper amount of time. I'd say I'm probably a week or two away from releasing the first real sound clip and I'm okay. going to do that on TikTok and Instagram. And then as a release date, we're we're looking for some time in March. We're going to oh, give awesome. it we're going to give it the right amount of time and try to build this thing up a little bit. Do you have a do you have a name for this project or is that still under wraps? <laughs> That's <laughs> part. I I had I have I do. it originally had a name. Um and I think I'm going to keep the, the song name, but I'm not going to say it because I don't know. I am, there, there is a chance that it, the name of the song may change. Right now, it does have a name, and I have introduced it as that name, but it's, I've gotten some, some lashback and saying that I shouldn't call it that. I should come up with a better name, but I don't know. We'll see if I decide to be stubborn or if I listen. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you got to do whatever. You know, it's funny because I, I used I used to and still do follow this artist that, uh, you know, probably 10 years ago was putting out a project and they did a bunch of marketing with with the out al- with an album name and all that. And at the like the last minute, not last minute, but a few months before the project was released, they changed everything. The title of the album, like everything. So everything that, you know, I have promotional material with this thing on it because it, that's what it was. That's what it was. And then, last and then now it's like, you know, I'll pull it out or I'll show somebody something because I'll, I'll post it on our, you know, the Facebook fan page and like people, the newer fans will be like, what the hell is this? And I'm like, well, this is this, <laughs> you know, and it's, it, it's confusing. So I totally it, get it. That's happened in the past with some of the songs that I have released. Um, they had names that ended up not sticking. Yeah. And so things have changed in the past. And um, that just goes to, I think that goes to show um, I have a writing style that's very unique in that I don't start with a name. I don't start with an idea. I, I just write, you know, I write from the heart and I honestly never know what the song's going to be called until sometimes weeks after it's written. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, speaking of songs that you've written, because you've mentioned it on a TikTok live that I had jumped up on um, a couple of weeks ago. Um, talk to me about, because this is the Boots of Whiskey podcast, talk to me about Whiskey Bent a little bit and how that all came to me. Whiskey Bent is, Whiskey Bent is an apology. That's how I describe it at all my shows. Whiskey Bent is basically... Um, well, I'm very open about it. If you see my social media, I talk about that, you know, being in the military, you know, hardships and things in life. And, you know, I have PTSD and I'm not ashamed to talk about it or anything. And people shouldn't be. Right. Right. Um, but along with that comes, you know, struggles in life that you often don't. And, I, you know, I personally did not handle the right way, you know, far too often, way too much whiskey, you know, <laughs> it was just. 
and that I, you know, I love whiskey, <laughs> but yeah. you need to know, you need to, if you have, you know, demons or something that's, that is, you know, eating away at you and hurting you and, you know, forcing you to cause, you know, chaos and everything you touch in life, mixing alcohol is, is not, you know, it, basically that song is just saying it's not, it wasn't the right answer at that time, you know? Yeah. Um, so whiskey bent is this apology saying, you know, whiskey bent on Friday nights with all the things I shouldn't have said, you know, it's like the, you know, I wish I could have thought these things through a little better and said, you know, you stayed out till four in the morning and you, you came home and you said all the wrong things, you know? Was, yeah. yeah <laughs> um, and, and, you know, for, for us that haven't been through a, a PTSD situation, you know, that's something we can relate to too, because I'm sure there's plenty of us that have done the same. Oh God. I think it's a universal thing is, and, and it, you hate to say just guys, cause I think, I know so many girls. Who oh, do, yeah. I yes. mean, every, it doesn't matter. People, you know, we go through, you know, you go out, you have a little too much fun and, you know, mistakes are made or things happen that shouldn't happen or you say things you shouldn't say. And, you know, it's that wake up the next day and you're like, oh, no. Yeah. yeah you know, it, it's <laughs> funny. We, uh, my wife and I have this thing where it's like, we know exactly, like, whenever we go out, like, we always know at what point of the night was like, this is where I should have stopped. Yeah, and I did it. You know, and it's funny because it's like you know it so well. One hundred, oh, one hundred percent. I think that that's just, you know, and it's there are things in that song that uh, you know, in the end, the very end of the song, where there are certain parts of the song that are more personal, and there are some that you know you have to kind of just make sound good for a song. But yeah, yeah. the very end of that song, you know, it says, "I I saw you just the other day." There's so many things I wanted to say. Uh, uh, I can't believe I let you walk away, but I still got some changes to make. It's basically me saying in the end of the song, like there's the other part of those relationships that are on, off, on, off, on, off, you know, whether there's drinking involved or whatever it may be where, where you're just, you know, you break up, you get back together, you break up, you get back together, you know, it's toxic, you know? Yeah. And it's, and I know that I see you out, we're at the bars, we're drinking, partying, there's a good chance I could go up to you or you could come up to me. We could talk and we could figure it out for tonight again. And tomorrow we're going to wake up and it's going to be all wrong. But in the end of the song, it's me saying, no, I'm just going to let you walk away because yeah. it's time for us both to heal. You know, it's, it's a very, and um, the re I can talk, I can say it. <laughs> I've never, actually this would probably be the first place that I say it, but that song, a lot of that is about, you know, my, relationship with my son's mom yeah so it's very personal and it, but who by the way now we're very good friends we co-parent yeah. like you wouldn't believe that's awesome we're like besties you know we, we have inside jokes and laugh about things that everyone else is kind of like what are they laughing at <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah like and trust me like i can relate to that a lot you know because you know my wife and i have one together she had one from a previous relationship and i had one from a pure previous relationship yeah you know, like, you know, my wife came into my life, you know, and this is stories I've told, you know, on this show before, so it's not a big deal. But, you know, she came into my life before my son's mother and I had split and, you know, whatever, you know, it yeah. is what it is. Like life happens, right? 100%. And, um, you know, I, my son's mother listens to some of these shows, so she's probably, this is the point where she's going to stop listening. <laughs> <laughs> uh oh. <laughs> right. But, um, but, you know, like my wife got to see a lot of that, you know, that transition from when my ex and I split to to now, you know, because she was there through the whole thing, you know, and it's you're right there. There are those moments where it's like, son of a bitch, you know, and it's like, how are you going to get through this? And the, I mean, you ultimately do. Right. Oh, but yeah. You, you have to. When you're go right. When you're going through it, it doesn't feel like you ever are. Oh, God. It's that's a. That's uh, yeah. Oh God, he thinks it's the end of the world. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but it, it's going to be do. okay. Yeah. Absolutely. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Um. So, so now, now that we've gone down memory lane together. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the next part of your music, I wanted to ask because I kind of stumbled across this, um, and it's kind of like bringing bringing some of my guests full circle, um. You just recently did a show, or going to be—I'm not really sure what the dates are—with 
people I've had on this show and Kirsty Krause and Rob Reiser. No, oh, yeah, we did. Oh, we did one on Friday was, night in Wisconsin. Okay. That's what we, I thought. Oh my God. They crushed it. We, yeah. we had so much fun on that state packed house, packed awesome. house, people from all over Wisconsin. People came from outside of Wisconsin, man. We just, we had a, this, this is actually our second time on stage together. The first time was, um, I had showed up in Nashville uh, while her and Rob were playing together and they brought me up and we had so much fun on, on stage together. I think we all kind of were like, well, we should do this again at some point. So, yeah, you know, it, it's funny because the two of them, you know, I've, I interviewed separately and yeah. it, I had actually reached out to Rob first to talk to him before I even, even knew who Kirsty was. And then she had reached out to me or whatever it was. And I was able to get her in quicker than Rob. And it was just like, <laughs> she, it all like I will tell you like, something. That woman is very organized. Yeah. Oh my God. Unbelievable. She's very organized. <laughs> um, unbelievable. And you know, she's like really the sweetest person in the entire world. Yes. hundred um, percent. But it's so funny because it's like, you know, I tell all of my guests, like after talking for the amount of time we do, like I consider you a friend right like oh yeah if something's going on i'm gonna shoot you a text and be like hey good luck tonight or you know hey this was great you know what whatever or whatever if i know something's yeah. coming up whatever For sure um and like you know so i'll text rob every now and again and be like you know when he when they were heading up to wisconsin i was like hey have a great tour yada 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 and um i texted christy the same thing and like rob got back to me right away and then christy was like three days later she's like thank you <laughs> it's like Cool. <laughs> you know, it's, well, it's just like they're the, probably. I, I don't know out of the two of them who's busier. I think they're busier on different aspects of yeah. things. I think Rob has a few more projects as far as like band. I and I can't speak for either of them, so I don't know. But I just know they're both busy. They're yeah. they're busy okay. people. They're crazy busy people. Yeah. Yeah, they are, and it's you know, but it, it's funny because like I stumbled across it when I was talking to Rob about what he was doing, and I was like, hey you're going to be playing with Anthony? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, well, he's going to be on the show. He's like, oh, we're great friends. And it was like, oh, yeah. what a oh, small I, world. I love them. I really do. I just love them. Yeah. So how did that relationship start? Other than you, did you just discover them when you were in Nashville or? You know, you... I I think that Kirstie and I kind of both brought it up and we weren't sure how. <laughs> I think, I think we, we were like, how the heck did we? Um, we're both native to Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, and I would assume that at some point in Nashville, either that or at some point on social media, we had a conversation and realized that. Yeah. And then the first time we met in person was in Nashville, though. So I, I, I know that I just yeah, she's like, like, I think of her as like, and she's like my Wisconsin family in Nashville. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's that's awesome to have, I'm sure. You know, especially, oh, yeah. especially, you know, going to that area and having somebody to, you know, I don't want to say lean on because you're, a, you're your own person, but. Oh, you know, but it's to, nice to have people. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and she's, absolutely. she's been nothing but uh, that she's been so helpful. I can call her and say, you know, do you have a connection here or here or here? And because she literally is that organized, she can just be like, bang, send it over. And it's like a link and like all the information you could ever want. It's like, geez, I if somebody asks me questions like that, it takes me like three days to figure out where I have that information. <laughs> yeah, but you know, but like that's the best thing about, you know, even I have found with doing this. It's like the, you know, if there's if there's an artist or an up-and-coming artist or even an artist that has kind of made some headway, you know, more so than somebody else. It's oh, like, for sure. You know, you, you kind of like do your research and be like, how can you know, not how can I get in, but like who do I need to talk to? Yeah, I told well, I told her point blank. I said, I need your I need your Key West contacts ASAP. I said, I, right. I, I can't deal with snow. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's awful. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I can't wait for my kids to be grown so I can get go south. Go south, yeah. So we've talked about a lot of things, and I think this this has been a lot of fun. So and again, I thank you so much for being on. Yeah, no, thank um, you for having me. So I got a couple more questions because you've actually covered way more. <laughs> Sorry. Told me. I'm no, too no, revealing. I shouldn't have said as much. No, I take no, it all awesome. back. It's I take awesome it all because back. it's like, sometimes it takes a lot, you know, 
as the host, you know, you, you have an idea, right? Yeah. I tell people all the time, I don't go into these conversations with really any questions. I really don't. Like I have some things like in the back of my head that I want to bring up, but there's no yeah. actual question. Right. Um, I hear that. Yeah. So, you know, but, and then there's sometimes where it's like, you could be talking to somebody for 35 minutes and like, they haven't said anything you want them to say, <laughs> you know? So it's like, you know, you kind of like throw like a little like hint here and there about like, Hey, why don't you want to talk about this? And it's like, no, it's like, Oh, okay. Well then this conversation is going to be over real fucking fast, uh, <laughs> you know, but it, 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 it's really that way, you know, and it's, it's really interesting that it is that way because, you know, there's been people that are just, you know, it, it's been great, but you know, they'll tell you their whole life story from the time they started to walk till now. And oh, it's like, this is great. Yeah. This is awesome. You know, and then others, it's, it's, yeah, like, pulling it's like pulling teeth. teeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hard it's to like, get a conversation started. Yeah. But it, you know, I, I can't really thank you enough for, for being as upfront and honest and transparent as you've been, because this is exactly what I want this show to be. Yeah, it's got to be. I mean, you, you, you're not willing to talk about yourself. You're, you're in the wrong line of work if you're trying to <laughs> right. be a public figure. <laughs> right, right. You know, and I tell people all the time, like, I want my, you know, I've seen and I hear and I listen to all the other, um, you know, independent art, country artist podcasts that are out there. And, you know, I feel, and this may be my ego coming out, but I feel like this show is a lot different because it. I want it to have more of that, you know, friendship connection rather than rather than an interview right just like a real um, a conversation like you're sitting down having drinks talking you know right exactly that's the way it should and, be right and that's all i've ever wanted this show to be you yep. know because you know one of my hero podcasters is joe rogan and that's what i want this to be i want this to be the g jre of country music heck yeah i like you that. know j- just have a conversation and you know whatever comes up comes up Nice. That's the way um, it should be. You're doing, yeah. I think you're doing it right. Thanks, man. So I do have a couple of questions. We talked a little bit about one of them. Actually, we talked a little bit about both of them. Um, I know you're a whiskey guy. So what is your whiskey of choice? No, it's, it's, it's <laughs> when I do, I don't, I actually don't uh, drink anymore, but oh. Jack Daniels is uh, yeah. my, Jack Daniels is my, <laughs> it's, <laughs> It's my strength. It's my liquid courage. Jack <laughs> <Yeah>. Daniels. <laughs> you get yeah. a little Jack in me and I will, I'm, I think I'm King Kong all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's like the best way to describe it, right? Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I, um, I call it exactly how it is. It's my liquid courage. <laughs> yeah. So what, what, bra- what branch of the service were you in? I was in the army. Okay. So I, I've always wanted to ask this question because I knew somebody that was in the Marine, Marine Corps right after okay. 9-11. And they always told me that wild turkey was a big thing for them. Is that how it is across, across the board in the military with wild turkey? Or was, it just, was that just I, the Marine I Corps? Never, no, I never had that, that oh, come okay. up. That might have been their company or somebody in their you know, platoon or something. I don't know. Gotcha. But, but, I mean, drinking is a big thing. And, and, yeah, di- oh, and, yeah. and dip. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta, everybody has a dip in their mouth all the damn time that I never yeah. did. Yeah, no, I, I, you know, I've, I've gotten a little, a little more country than, you know, I probably fit in around here. Um, <laughs> you know, my wife laughs at me because like, I'll wear my Ariats all the time and, you know, like, I wear them Ariats my, are comfortable. They are. I wear them <laughs> with my suit at work every day. You know, it's, it's, I great. love it. I and, love um, it. You know, and she'll laugh at me. She's like, who the fuck? <laughs> what did you, what did you turn into? <laughs> And she's like, before too long, you're gonna have skull rings in your jeans. And I was like, well, well when I, I can't, I can't go that far. It's yeah, too you much. skull rings in your jeans. Yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> um. So, so, um, what is your boot that you wear when you, uh, when you do? All of mine are. I think all of mine are Ariats. Yeah. Yeah, I wear Ariats. I think I'm looking at. These three are Ariettes. I don't even know how many I have anymore. I, I, it's, it's, it was a, also a transition for me. I did not always wear cowboy boots, but I will tell you what: people who have never tried them on have no idea what they're missing because they're actually really comfortable. They are. They are. <laughs> so but you know, it's it's funny you say that because my so my wife the the pair that I had my wife bought for my birthday right before the pandemic started, and because I had always wanted a pair, and. 
the first, I want to say three or four times wearing them, it was like a baby giraffe when they first stand up. Like, oh, I, yeah. couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> figure out how to walk in them. <laughs> yeah. Just, you know what I was getting? Your, I, just kind of smack your heel against the ground when you walk on a hardwood right. floor and everybody knows you're there. Right, right. And like, I would get in my car with them on to drive and, you know, I'd be lifting my leg up like I'm, you know, like, like I'm like 800 feet tall. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't know how to do this yet. I don't know how to walk. She's like, That's just funny. walk, you idiot. <laughs> I've played uh, basketball in cowboy boots before. Really? Oh god, yeah. I'll do whatever's going on. I'm if I'm wearing them, I'm gonna keep. I'm just gonna do it. Fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah, it's funny because I like I wear my sneakers to work because I you know I work in the city and you know to get from the car to the office you know it's just easier to walk in shoes, especially when you want to get somewhere quickly. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, so over the weekend, I forgot my shoes at work, my sneakers. And I said to my wife, I go, what the fuck do I do? She's like, Wear you boots. have your boots, right? <laughs> exactly. It's like, you're not, you're not, you know, you don't have, you know, you don't have to go barefoot everywhere you go. You have things to wear. I was like, oh yeah. I will tell you that <sighs> speaking of that, that is actually my choice. My, my choice method of, of transportation <laughs> as far as covering my feet. I really am. So I'm a, I'm a beach guy. I'm yeah. a, I, I surf. Um, I've been on kiteboarding and surfing trips to Puerto Rico. Like that's how much I love it. Like I would rather be barefoot or in flip flops than anything. Yeah. However, yeah. that's just not the way life works. Right. So. Yeah. I'm the same way during the summer. It's the second that it gets warm enough here to not have shoes on or, you know, and socks are the worst for me. Like I hate, I hate both, but yeah, I'm with you. Oh man! So well, th- that that whole conversation took a turn. Um, <laughs> so you know, like I said, thank you so much for being here. Like I, you know, your story is great. I'm so glad we've we've connected and been able to do this. And I really can't wait to see and hear what else you what else you have for us in the coming. I'm excited, and I um, and I'll let you know. Yeah, I text yeah, you when I know do. when you know the song date releases, and I try to tell everybody that I know, you know, kind of bef- before I I post it on you know a public forum. So I'll I'll definitely include you, and I'll I'll let you know. And I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, I am too. Thank you so much for for everything and and letting me be a part of your journey. I appreciate it. Well, thank you. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Anytime. Anytime. Come on back, and and we'll we'll shoot the shit about whatever's going on at the time i'm in i'm all in if i maybe if i'm up there doing a show which i'm trying to get up there actually or yeah up and over yeah Um, maybe do one in person sometime absolutely absolutely i would absolutely (laughs) love that all right absolutely love that all right anthony thank you so much for taking your time and we'll chat soon yeah take care thanks for having me all right see you bye Well, there you have it, my conversation with Anthony Nix. I hope you all enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed having it. Uh, What a great guy. I really, really enjoyed talking to him, and I really can't wait to see him soon. Um, As always, guys, thank you so much for your support on all streaming platforms for this podcast, as well as all of our social media. Thank you all so, so much. Um, Hopefully, we'll see you in Season 2. Um, season one still has a lot to go. Uh, trust me on that one. You, there's plenty of stuff coming. I hope you all enjoyed as much as I have enjoyed making it for you. Thank you all so much. Until next time, keep your boots on the ground, whiskey in the glass. Cheers, everyone. Good night.